how much money did Abner Wima get? Say That's what? what we were talking about oh, last yo, week. We up Not how much Diallo. We said <laughs> I messed up. I thought Amadou Diallo was Abner Luima. Yeah. Amadou Diallo got shot 40 times when he was searching for his keys in Queens, I think it was. Yeah. And then uh no no no. Amadou, yeah, Amadou Diallo He's got, shot got shot 40 times looking for his keys. For his Abner Luima got the plunger in his ass. And we thought that the guy who dunked the ball was Abner Luima. <laughs> That's my bad. It's still, it's still funny, honestly. So, so how much money did Abner Luima get to, from suing the city? I don't he think got I a plunger in his ass. He didn't get a joke during a roll call. This is very Listen. different. Like, are you really going through that much emotional trauma because a joke during point roll call? 8.75 million. million. Dollars. Okay, 2001. 9,2001, million, 2001, bro. Uh, he collected 5.8. For a plunger in the ass, that's, that's like a that's a bargain. That's not that bad. Yo, that's would a bargain, you take it, bro? Plunger in the ass for five point eight million, six million. A plunger? Plunger in the ass. Wait, he I'll took the it. whole plunger. It was like, it was it. plunger in the ass. First of all, it's not physically possible to take a whole plunger <laughs> in your ass. You die. Know what kind of porno you've been watching? Uh. Plunger porno. Plunger, apparently. Okay. How deep? Would you how take deep it is the plunger for going? Five point eight million, Eddie. A plunger. I'm not gonna lie, I probably would. For 5.8, <laughs> 5. 5. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, what if it tears your your rectum? Ugh. Probably not. I mean, obviously that that's the whole. Yeah. Uh, so you would you would take it until it no reached the end of your rectum. <laughs> what if what if while for it was I take it in the rim. What if while <laughs> what if while it was in your ass, right? A wallet? While it oh. was in your ass, uh. you had to whack off. Oh, what the fuck? I can't get off of that. Is this your first dick talk? This is the first dick Got talk, right? <laughs> Yo, this is this is how you know you're 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 joining the family. Like, once you're in a part of a dick talk discussion, I'll, like I won't be how hard, gay are you willing to go? I won't have a hard on for that. What? I, I didn't say you had to have a hard on, but you have to actually whack off while there's something in to your To completion? Ass. No, not to completion. Oh, you just gotta say, oh. whack to it for a little bit. Honestly, like I'd probably do it like to distract myself from what's happening behind me. <laughs> There's millions of other things you can do to distract yourself. Go on Twitter. Go on Instagram. Put a post up. Say some myself. shit like, yo, it's not that bad having a plunger in your ass. Go live. Go anything. Yeah, like, you gotta, but like, jerk off to distract yourself. Bro, you must love jerking off more than me. That's not enough to distract oh me, bro. Oh, God. Don't, don't, can we anything. get fucking Abner Luima and his plunger to ass face out of the screen, please? <laughs> Jesus, Abner. Was it like it was? It was like permanent damage, right? Was it like rectal? I I don't know. I think it was permanent damage within the homies. I mean, think about like think about this. Like he looks like when he's your damaged. butt recovers, Damn. right? Like that's probably when your butt recovers. I want to know. Oh, oh, one second. We'll we'll talk. When your butt recovers and you can finally shit again, right? <laughs> His, his fucking ass is torn apart. They're sewing up his small intestine, big intestine, everything fucked up in there. His ass finally recovers. His months down the line. He t he's finally eating regular food. He takes his first solid <laughs> shit, right? Tries to flush the toilet. Doesn't flush. <laughs> right? Now, how traumatizing do you think it is to bust out that plunger? <laughs> he can't do it, right? There's no way he can I'm plunge just, in the toilet. There's no way. What? And what if it wasn't working? What if it wasn't working and he was like, fuck it, I know one way I could probably get this shit to open oh up. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure he shit 
after that when the butthole wasn't working. I just think there was no pressure. Like it went from like a slow squeeze to just a like a just falls out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like it went from like how they drop rice in Somalia so from a helicopter. And just <laughs> <pulls>. <laughs> anyway. Oh man, one but more yeah. thing I want to jump into, man. ESPN put out a uh, ESPN magazine cover story on Tim Donahue, the God, the spread the... cover God, man. Okay. He is the referee that fixed games. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a number of years in the NBA, he's most f- most famous for getting caught, going to jail for it, and refereeing um, the finals where Dwayne Wade and the Miami Heat won the NBA title. Dwayne Wade took a record number of oh, free, throw. free throws against a very ha- heavily favored Dallas Mavericks team. Didn't he also... Um... Referee the Kings Lakers yes. series. Yes. It was very suspicious. Extremely suspicious. The only thing say Donahue's saving grace from that Kings Lakers series from the first shit was Robert Horry hitting that miracle shot. Yes. If they don't hit that miracle shot, everyone's like, how the fuck what kind of fucking calls are being made throughout this series? If it wasn't for that shot, that's the story. Okay, so because the calls were being made for the Lakers. Yes. Right. And so at least make it go seven. I think I think the the series was like three one or three two at some point. Yeah, I th- yeah. And then the Lakers came back and won. It's it's. I mean, I understand why you want the Lakers in the finals, but I think in some ways it was a misstep for the league because that Kings team was so fucking fun. That was such a and cultural... it had all the flavors that you wanted, right? Like mm-hmm. you had. Obviously, I'm a huge Jay Williams fan, and he played this great, mo- exciting game. That was the, the Bibby team, team right? No, I think that was. Oh, was that the Bibby? Bibby, I think Bibby team? They were good, and then they traded Jay Williams for Bibby, and then Bibby was the guy. It took him to the next that level. That was taking him to the next okay, level. Okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. But that Kings team, you had the Euros, and this is when you're starting to see Euros make a big impact in the league, and mm-hmm. actually fun shooting Euros. Yeah. You had great. You had C Webb playing his yeah, fucking Chris ass Weber, off. Yeah, Chris Webber, who was like literally, if you drop Chris Webber into the NBA right now, he's a megastar. Yeah. Because he played back then. The way these most, guys play now. Like Boogie Cousins, like these yeah. big fucking guys that had ball handling, like a Great shoot, passing. Pass, yeah, all that type fun, of shit. Interesting like, team, he man. was He was the guy that was like ahead of his time. And it's like, bro. That basketball revolution could have started way earlier. Everybody's going to look at the Dallas Mavericks team in the next couple of years and be like, whoa, these guys are so unique and so dynamic. What an interesting, fun team to watch. And it's like, oh, yeah, Sacramento did that <laughs> 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, However many years back. So absolutely. I think they made the wrong move. But 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 uh, but you were saying. Yeah, so, so Donahue, he, uh, he's, he's, he's maintaining that he's never fixed a game. fixed a game. He said he covered spreads. He said uh, the, the the in-depth reporting touched on all. This is from um, the Athletic, the the Action Network. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. The in-depth reporting touched on all manner of controversies. The biggest being the implications supported by expansive statistical evidence that Donahue did in fact fix games. A claim that Donahue and the NBA have both refuted since Donahue's arrest and incarceration. So he says that he ma- uh, that he made teams. Make the spread? Is that correct? I think so. I think... Uh, so for anybody listening right now that doesn't know what that is, the spread has to do with betting, not winning the game. So, mm-hmm. for example, if there's a 10-point spread, that means that the Lakers are supposed to beat the Kings by 10 points. Mm-hmm. So if they beat them by less than 10 points and you put your money on the Kings, you actually win that bet yeah. because you're betting the spread not the team to win. 
So, uh, in other words, the Lakers, in order for them to win that bet, would have to beat them by 10 or more points. So I bring this up because— So uh, just to clarify, so Donahue is going— I'm not changing the outcome of the game or season. Mm-hmm. I'm not making one team win when they should have lost. Mm-hmm. I'm just making the other team make the spread. Yes. And if that spread is 10 points, I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure they just lose by nine. I mean, that's, that's what people are assuming. Right. That's what the, you know, the courts have determined. Right. But he's maintaining his innocence. I say all that to say, I don't know how much longer the dude's going to be in jail, but I assume a story like this coming out means he's probably. Oh, I thought he's out. To, I don't think he's out now, but uh, I, I, don't he was know. Out. I think he's currently still. But I feel like you got a, a point that you're, you're going to My make point here. is the next logical step in Tim Donahue, he's going to be a superstar. Like, he's going to be, like, right now, in the same way that Pete Rose is a superstar when he fucking got out, in the same way that gambling and sports gambling has been so much more fucking accepted now. Yes. I think when this dude gets out, I think ESPN slowly but surely sliding him back into the to the consciousness of sports fans. Like, hey, this is the guy. This is the guy that was doing this in Vegas and bets and betting games. Blah, blah, blah. Soon as he gets out, you know what they're gonna do? Offer him a show in sports betting. Guarantee it. No way. I guarantee it. Why? why I no? guarantee why, 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 it, why, why, bro. They're going to give—I don't know if ESPN will do it, but somebody's going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to give this guy a show because it's long been rumored. It's like when you hack the CIA's website and then they hire you to be part of the CIA. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, he's going to be the fucking guy that's going to be the face of sports gambling. Once that shit is, you, once that shit is legal nationwide, which yeah. is not that far—we're not that far away from, mm-hmm. he's going to be the fucking uh, Jimmy the Greek of our era. All right, let me guarantee it. Let me no, and I understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense. I just will offer another side to it. Okay. Do you think that the presence of him, in a way, undermines gambling in and of itself? In other words, just seeing Donahue when you're ready to make a $500 bet mm. makes you lose confidence. That that thing you're betting on is it's true, legitimate. is legit. Yeah. So my fear, if I'm the league, and ESPN is in coots with the league because they want mm-hmm. people to watch games, my fear, if I'm the league or if I'm even ESPN, is while he might have amazing insight to this and knows a lot about gambling, apparently, mm-hmm. people might be reluctant to gamble because they're like, "Fuck, if he could do it, someone else could." Yeah. That that Very is true. the reason why I would push back. I could see that. My thing is with him, we're in an era where it's so easy to delegitimize anything, any office, any fucking from the presidency to the NBA referee. You could delegitimize you could delegitimize anything. And mm-hmm. you know what? Nobody cares because they just know they just want to talk to the people that were on the front lines, especially media. Especially people with money to get people to talk. As long as people don't give a fuck. As long as they're watching as long as they're paying attention, as long as you got a name, motherfuckers will watch your shit, and motherfuckers will pay a lot of money to watch you. Could you watch do your a porn shit? if you knew one of the porn stars had AIDS? Ooh. I have. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did it what's his face? Yeah, uh, Ooh. I forgot what his name was. I forgot his name, right? The guy that fucking infected all them girls. And uh, you knew while you were watching? After uh, oh, no, in you hindsight. After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm I, saying like 
it's like some girls came out. I was like, yeah, this guy got me infected, yada yada yada. And then like you know, I wasn't like searching for it, but like I was watching my and one of my happened. favorite porns. I'm like, oh, that's the guy that. Son, that's different, bro. dude. I could <laughs> I couldn't complete like I was. <laughs> so so that's my. I was there. Like I got I got a little I got a little chub afterwards. I kind of went. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my thing with gambling. It's like he's AIDS for gambling. He's gambling AIDS, bro. So it's like you got your gambling chub. AIDS. You ready to bust your nut on this game? And also you see, see Donnie like. like Shit, you're gonna lose your money. Bet on this shit, cause this shit ain't fair. True. So if I'm the NBA, I kill him. You gotta get Don A the fuck out of here. You gotta, especially get, you, you since gotta you, get him a hit. That's it. You gotta call the NYPD and be like, yo, on site. Boom, it's like, you don't. <laughs> Very important announcement uh, as part of our world takeover here. I had briefly uh, mentioned it last episode um, about the flagrant media group that I wanted to start. Uh, once again, that's flagrant media, and the idea is to own all aspects of the pipeline, right? Like the same way the Rockefellers owned all aspects of the oil industry, you mm. know, from drilling to refining to selling. That's what I want to do with the content industry. You know, content is our generation's oil, and we make what I believe to be the best content out there. So I want us to own not only the creation of the content, the cameras that we're creating it with, but also the advertising vertical. You know, these advertising companies do an amazing job, a lot of them, of, of monetizing content. But why can't we do that? Why can't we have our own agency? Who's going to work harder for us? than us and uh, a, a patron, an asshole army soldier, Devon McGleese reached out to me and he started asking if he could try to sell some ads on the podcast. And I said, absolutely, go out there and hustle. I'm always trying to empower you assholes and we'll get to another asshole that's on the podcast today that we're gonna talk more about with that. But you know, as you know, with everything we do on the podcast, I'm all asshole everything, meaning I wanna bank asshole, mm. I wanna eat asshole. That mm. sounds crazy, but you'll understand I love it to in eat a asshole, second. Bro. <laughs> I wanna eat it. I, I ate asshole get... last week. There we go. <laughs> Shouts to Charlotte. <laughs> so No, I meant literally. I mean, I, I'll, I'll just Segway. I know. No, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. But um, so basically what we're doing is we're starting the Flagrant Media Group, FMG. And as part of the Flagrant Media Group, we're going to be a, a media, basically advertising uh, company. And the advertising will initially be across all YouTube.com slash The Andrew Schultz content. So that means this podcast. That means inside jokes, dropping in, unsafe sets, stand-up specials, anything that we're putting out there okay this shit is going to be uber for advertising the more you get the more you get simple as that uh, i know a lot of you guys have been reaching out to me this uh this week a bunch of you have advertising experience that's amazing we love that even if you don't if you're just hungry as fuck i'm all about hungry people Regardless if you got experience or not, I'm about hungry motherfuckers. So if you're ready to eat, let's go do it. So the email that you're going to reach out to is infoflagrant2 at gmail.com. Infoflagrant2 at gmail.com. And I can't wait to go back and listen to this episode with you guys 10 years down the road when we're sitting on this media conglomerate. And we're like, yo, remember that day when we just decided to reach out and change the world of advertising? Order. Yeah, let's do it. Yo, what's up? This is Akash. That was a preview of our Patreon episode. If you want the full thing, go to www.patreon.com slash flagrant2. Join the illest community on earth 
unless you're a social justice warrior, then you're just going to ruin the fun.